What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today's Sunday, June 14th, and I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of the Pre-Market Roast with me and my host, Zach Cassio on the beat. We're back, week three on the beat, and you know it's going to be a little different this week, Zach. Uh, you want you want to tell the people what we're doing this week? Yeah, so this week, everybody, we're going to be shortening the amount of picks we're actually putting in. Today, we're going to do three instead of five, just because the last few weeks, we've given you guys five, but like two of them really haven't run that much. So we're going to try to keep it to the main three, so then we have a likely or a higher likelihood that all three perform well, because our goal in the near future is that every single stock we put on this podcast goes up. So yeah. by starting with three now, we can, we know we can find three nice runners, but five is stretching it. So I'd rather us just start a little bit with three right now, give you guys three solid picks for the upcoming week, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, because we were really spreading ourselves kind of thin with five and kind of – I mean, not really not – really, Given it not as much thought, but it's also is a lot of digestion or not a lot of information to digest with five different stocks and different news and catalysts on each one. So we're just trying this out for this week. We're doing three instead of five, and uh, I think I'm gonna put a poll on the break room and you know on our all of our respective Instagrams to maybe see if you guys after or maybe the week on Wednesday where we do the, the midweek recap, if you guys like the three, we can stick to the three. And obviously we'll, we, we want to do if what you guys think is better for y'all listening. So we'll definitely be looking for the audience engagement this week on that. But so this week we're starting with three picks. Uh, I wanted to, you know, start off uh, this, this episode with saying, you know, thank you for the continued support. Uh, let's get straight into uh, a little recap about our little recap about last week's pick, Zach. Uh, we had some we had some runners last week. We had some runners, like we say, oh, we yeah. always have those two or three runners. And last week we had a hundred percenter, hundred percenter, and this week we're going for two. So DGLY was our hundred percenter of last week with an amazing run. Obviously, the amazing catalyst we gave you guys. Uh, body suits, cameras, you know, very fitting for what's going on and obviously caused the big run-up. Uh, and also, what was the other one that ran up, Zach? Uh, investment Mortgage Capital? Yeah, Invesco Mortgage Capital. She shot, too. I mean, right when we alerted that Monday, she ran Tuesday, opened high, and then kind of sold off the rest of the week. But, I mean, if you got in Monday morning, you definitely could have made some good money on that play. And, um, I mean, once again yeah. – want to give you guys a little disclaimer here these are our picks we do our own due diligence on each one of them we're not saying to just go in and buy the stock right when we announce it but definitely do your own due diligence make sure that you're doing your own research on each stock that we talk about so then you guys can make your own informed decisions on getting in and getting out of the stock at the end of the day you're the only person who's going to be able to execute that buy or sell we aren't going to be able to do that and if you're buying right right when the market opens, just because we're saying that we're going to buy right when the market opens, when the market actually opens and we see what it's at, we might not be doing that anymore. So you want to be able to know how to do it for yourself, know the type of trader you are and just and watch for those swings. 
and a lot of our, our trades actually execute are, are really in the moment. So we'll kind of wait and see and keep an eye. Like we've been stressing for the past weeks, and we should probably stress again, entry points and exit points are the most important. We're giving you guys the ideas and the ones that we think are going to run. It should be your. It should be taken up into your hands and on your own time to know when is a good time to get in and when is a good time to get out. I mean, I know people have been asking me and and asking Zach, oh, uh, is how long should I hold Digital Ally for or picks from week one? Obviously, these are all our opinions. Uh, exit and entry points. Know when to get out. Know when is enough. We cannot make those calls for you. These are just our opinions. And like Zach said, just to add to this disclaimer, we're not we we are not experts. We're just uh, trying to learn and grow and share information. So, uh, with that being said, Digital Ally and Vesco were big boomers, as well as you know Epzyme and Evolus uh, actually had some good breakouts last week. The only one that didn't really work for us was Safety, but there's always the one. So we're on to the next exactly. week, and we're on for our top three picks of the week. Uh, super excited for these picks. Kind of found them actually late, later, later on into the week. But um, Zach, I feel like with these, we might have a hundred percenters on our hands. I think we might for sure too, bro. I mean, we've got a few going on first. We're gonna start today with Genius Brands. You guys probably know this stock. G N U S is the ticker symbol on that. So they most recently, I'd say about a few weeks ago dropped news that they're going to be launching their new cartoon channel on over a hundred million different households, televisions, 200 different million mobile devices. And they're obviously going to be getting the revenue through ads on each person who actually watches their cartoons. So, I mean, this could be a nice little breakthrough here. They ran up to $11 just from a few cents two weeks ago. And now they're sitting nice and easy at the $4 range. And I mean, there's just a lot of upside on this stock because what we saw it run up to previously and including the fact that they also launched their streaming service on Monday. So tomorrow is the day that they actually launched that streaming service, the cartoon channel, they call it with a K and even with just the anticipation on whether or not it's going to do it well or not. I mean, kids are out of school right now. So a lot of kids are going to be watching stuff at home. All the summer camps pretty much are closed down, which is going to be a lot more advantageous for a stock like this also, because not all the student, not all the kids are going to be at camps all the time. Most of them, if not all of them are going to be at home doing at home. practically nothing besides watching cartoons. So collecting that ad revenue. And exactly. when, there's a, when there's something new and shiny, all the kids are going to be attracted to it. And just to add on a little bit on, on what Zach said, that uh, that run that he mentioned from two weeks ago, it was actually a run started on May 6th where it started. They were around $0.61, cents, Genius Brands, and that run ended on June 4th, and it actually ran up to the high of $11.73. So we know that it can reach $11. It, it, it hit 11 It's in the low fours. Their launch is tomorrow. They got $300 million in total on all platforms waiting, coming in. Like me and Zach both were talking about this at the office on Friday when we were at work. With $300 million and a successful launch, I mean, we this there's no reason this shouldn't test those highs again. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. It should definitely test double digits, which would inclinate a, a nice hundred percenter if it tested double digits by the end of the week, as which well is what we are predicting. It's being back from the wizard, the wizard himself, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett's been investing in genius brands, and not, he's even come out and says that he supported the genius brands. Yeah. So we know that's always we, good. Yeah, yeah. He he's always kind of like a little the cherry on top. So you you know if Buffett is supporting it there, there's got to be something good not not always because you know obviously he, he's got his own style but obviously he, this is something that he's he's made his name off off kind of investing in companies so that's just another cherry on top for for our first pick of the week genius brands right now sitting at 417 we're hoping it's going to be opening and we're really hoping it's going to be opening in the fives maybe tomorrow when we wake up depending on how the futures go overnight um, we could see a really nice run on Monday, Zach. We definitely could. Definitely could. And, and the last that I wanted to mention that, that I did look up and that we actually did get from one of our coworkers at work, they got uh, $65 million in cash, and they only have $9 million in debt. So that's always a good uh, support for the balance sheet. If a company's got a good balance sheet, you know they have a good foundation. Yeah, and they're poised for growth for sure if they've got a nice strong balance sheet. All right, so that'll give us a good segue to head into our pick number two of the week. And pick number two of the week is going to be Selecta Biosciences, another late pick that uh, we stumbled upon to kind of out of nowhere, if you want to be honest, kind of pluck, we plucked it out of the air. Uh, ticket symbol is going to be S-E-L-B. Now, Selecta Biosciences actually took a tumble from around the fours to the mid twos after – a lot of positive news, which is actually kind of confusing because usually the market's kind of, if you guys have noticed, if you guys are in the space and reading news and analyzing, the market's been kind of weird. Companies that are filing Chapter 8s, Chapter 11s are, are rebounding. File, companies filing for bankruptcy are some, somewhat skying. And companies coming out with solid, factual da- data is kind of not really getting all the, the most attention. So... Uh, we kind of stumbled upon this data, and it's it's just it's just too good of information. So, Selecta Biosciences just entered a licensing agreement with a Swedish drug maker for a chronic gout product. Now, gout is a really serious infection that infects the tissue and a different muscle. Uh, they have been set for phase three is set to start in the second half of 2020. And this licensing agreement that has has been started with a Swedish drug maker is worth a hundred million dollars. It's worth seventy five million upfront in the licensing fee, and also another twenty five million purchased from the Swedish drug maker for the sale of the common stock of Selecta for four dollars and sixty two cents a share. Now the current price is at two seventy five, and they sold twenty five million of common stock for four sixty two. So it seems like this is waiting. And, and on the chart, that, that three-month chart, Zach, you've, you've seen it. It's ridiculous, that uptrend. It's been taken off on that uptrend since back in, in March 16th when, this, when everything tanked. It's just been continued to stride forward on that three-month uptrend. Yeah, it definitely is, is striving forward. And the thing is, is it did just kind of hit a quick tanker tin the last two days in – and I think it's going to be really correlated with the fact of how the market does because, I mean, some stocks that even are doing really well, if the market 
goes down huge like it did on Thursday, that could be bad for any stock. I mean, because when the market's down, people just really don't want to invest nearly as much. So that's also something you guys want to keep on your on your consideration board for sure is that watch how the market opens. I mean, if the market's opening down almost 3%, that's usually not a good thing. I mean, a 3% swing in an overall index is, is huge, especially if, I mean, when the S&P was down almost 4%, I think it actually finished maybe over 4% down on Thursday. I mean, a drop like that in, in the S&P will, will make every stock on the whole market react a, a different way from the way they really should be. So that's also something you guys got to be keeping out an eye on for. I mean, we did see a little drop in the market on, on Thursday and Friday. So that might continue into this next week, depending on how harsh the regulations get for companies reopening across the, the country. If they want to induce another lockdown, that's that's probably going to spend the market for another twist and, and that'll drop everything, not just the, the big companies. I mean, if the stock market starts to go down again as a whole, everything's going to start to go down again as a whole. So yep. that, that's one thing you guys want to keep an eye out for is, I mean, these stocks are great picks. Don't get me wrong, especially Selecta with the new price target at $10 with a maintained buy rating. I mean, they are in an uptrend right now. They have 75 million guaranteed upfront. They already got 25 million purchased from their stock at 462, which means a company, a bigger company than the current Selecta is investing at a company practically at a loss right now because it's at 275 and they just invested 25 million at 462. So they practically just turned their equity from 25 million into 12.5. And I have a feeling they're not even worried about it because they think it's going to go higher than that. And so, they have a potential milestone and royalties uh, money that is that is waiting for them if everything checks out with their gout treatment yeah. of six six hundred and thirty million in royalties and milestone uh, compensation, which yeah, is so on top of that, just amazing. Exactly, and the good part about royalties is even if you don't get the drug on the market, I mean, if as long as you meet specific milestones throughout the testing on that phase three, you'll get portions of those royalty payments. So even if they get it somewhat further down that phase three line and they don't even get it fully to the market, they still might even get around 300, $400 million in royalties, which will drastically increase this, this company's price for sure. I mean, that eight to 10 price target probably isn't even really valuing in that 630 million in royalties. They might be valuing in like 400 just because price targets are usually within the next year and this phase three trial might take maybe a little bit more than a year. So probably by the end of 2021 is when they might get this drug really on the market. But the good part about royalty payments is that you don't have to get it all the way on the market in order to get paid just for, I mean, even enrolling patients, they get a certain amount. And then once the patients get dosed, they get more. And then once something comes out preclinical, they will get more. So that's why royalties are always great because you're, you're guaranteed a, a nice revenue stream from just trying to work on what you're, you were already working on before that you had to take out public offerings on and private offerings to raid, maintain capital. But now since they're getting royalties from a parent company, they won't even have to do public and private stock offerings, which is going to make the, the price just continuously ride up. As well as all those catalysts, their earnings have all been 
positive than than the last. So their earnings are on an uptrend as well. So this is really another pretty much getting it. This is pretty much another overreaction of what happened on Thursday. And we got in at the absolute perfect time right on the floor. And, and I'm expecting this to be open above the threes on Monday, if I'm going to be honest. And I can't wait for Selectors run this week. I'm waiting for another 100%er this week, Zach. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm going oh, for, we'd love to see for for 100%er. Oh, yeah. No, from here on out, we're trying to get 100%er every single week for you guys. Yes, That's sir. our goal. And a good segue into our last pick of the week, Zach. CNH Industrials, ticketer CNHI. So have you guys heard of this company that's been absolutely exploding recently, Nikola? Yeah, they yeah, it sounds familiar, right? Yeah, it's because they used to be our pick from week one, Vecto IQ. Now, Zach, going back from last week's picks, I know we, we've been telling them to wait for the exit points. But don't just forget about these stocks that we give you guys because, you know, they still are solid. And perfect example is this Vecto IQ. When they turned into Nicola, they ran all the way up to 90. But with every great product, they have to have other products given it a great foundation. And my question to myself was, who's manufacturing this stuff? We were, we were trying to find out who's manufacturing their trucks. We know they're, they're working on the batteries and the hydrogen energy sources but who's manufacturing their trucks so we found out that that was Invesco is the name of their of their truck manufacturer and they're actually under the subsidiary of our pick of the week CNH Industrials so they're actually the manufacturers of the trucks for Nikola now Zach I don't know about you brother but I'm thinking Nikola and uh, we we checked back on Nikola at the end of 2020. I'm thinking it's got to be in the hundos because this company's got the potential to absolutely ch- make a ripple in the market. Oh, yeah. Not even in – I mean, in their respective market, absolutely. Like the the semi-truck industry's kind of been on a, on a standstill for almost a decade now. It's just been the same old semi-trucks. They really haven't moved to any type of electric semi-trucks yet. I mean – we know that sometimes car companies are coming out with new electric vehicles. I mean, they've been coming out for hybrids for almost a decade now, but we haven't seen that in the, in the semi-truck industry. And trucking's not going to stop overnight. Trucking's always going to be a thing. We need to transport goods across the country in a emission-safe manner. And that's what this company does, Nicola, which obviously reflects CNH Industrials about as hard as you can get because whatever Nicola does – this company's pretty much going to do. And, and Nicole has got huge upside potential being the, practically the first in generation company to actually produce semi trucks that are, that have a lot better emissions than what's currently out there. Cause semi trucks now have the worst emissions pretty much out of everything that except for airplanes. But I mean, if this, goes through it will be a huge step not only in in manufacturing capability but also for creating a safer environment which everyone wants as well as that cnh industrials has such an upside and such this summer for cnh could be so big for them on top of nicola having such a great breakout and starting off running and you know their ceo being very invested in the company and very vocal about the potential success that can be coming their way CNH Industrials also invested $250 million into Nikola Motors 
as well as being in charge of the manufacturing and delivery of the trucks for different people that are seeking the market. So these trucks can literally be of service to anybody and CNH are the ones delivering and manufacturing the trucks. As well as that, it's perfect timing because Nikola is actually opening them up opening up pre-orders for their new electric pickup truck called the Badger and that starts on June 29th. And so CN, CNH, I mean, they're they're right there with Nikola. They're they're a tight link and actually on Tuesday Nikola passed Ford's market cap. So I mean, if as so this is kind of like a joint, but for this week, it's going to be CNH, CNHI is the ticket symbol, CNH Industrials. But definitely for this, just keep Nicola in the back of your head because at $66, you saw that it almost reached 100 This This can be a triple-digit stock in a month, in, in a week. We've seen it. We've seen it make that run. But CNHI uh, shouldn't be at $6 much longer. I mean, if the if the Badger starts getting those big pre-orders, they got to make those delivery, and they better start pumping out those trucks. So this is a really great pick, and a really great pick also for the future. I know we do a lot of swing and a lot of day trade stuff on here, but CNHI and Nikola, Zach, wouldn't you agree? They are they are stocks to be keeping on your radar for for the future. Oh no, they are the future of those respective industries 100%. I mean, Nikola is the front runner in what they're doing. I mean, they already have 14 or I think 14 or 10 billion in anticipated revenue by the end of 2022, which is insane because I mean, like we said before, once you start talking billions, that's when you get into the triple digits because billions is a, it's a lot of money to be working with. And there's so much hype in billions that everyone wants to get in on. Everyone wants to invest in. I've been seeing charts that have been coming up from the most actively traded companies on Robinhood. Nicole is in it. Nicole is on the list almost every single day. Yep. I mean, everyone's hopping in Nicole. Everyone knows what that company can be. They know it's practically the future of emissions in our country. I mean, we know how bad semi trucks are for the environment. Everyone wants to make the environment more clean. And the U.S. is is the leader in that aspect. I mean, we kind of set the precedent for other countries on, on how to be emission, have safer emissions just world, around the around the clock. I mean, we don't want this just for the fact that it's it's coming out with a great idea. They have billions of dollars on the way. We don't want it just for that reason. It's also morally a good pick just because we want the environment to be emission free. I mean, we want emissions to, to get lower because I mean, that's just better th for the environment. We've already done a little harm to it. We might as well start to make it, make it right. Yeah. And I mean, this all, I mean, these stocks I'm actually feeling really comfortable, comfortable about, and especially these three stocks set up. I mean, these are three great, great, great picks and you guys really need to, I, I can't stress it enough. Know your exit points. I'm so upset to see people make their money and then just hold because they don't know when to get out. Know when enough is enough. And that's really all can, I can say. You know, I, that's really all can I, I can say. We're giving you guys the picks. You guys just got to know when it's time to push the trigger and when it's time to let go of the trigger. And, and that's it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, guys, I, you know, 
me and Zach, we want to thank you guys so much for, for being a part of, of this, you know, this community, giving you guys the info, giving you guys the picks. I know, I know we're making a lot of money, you know, especially Zach had an absolutely banging week this week. Congratulations on last week, brother. You fucking killed it. Um, you know, I've been, I've been switching over onto a different platforms, trying to adjust, but I'm happy where I'm at right now. And we're both continuing to stride forward and, and we want those greeners and that's what we want. And that's what we're going to get. Exactly. That's exactly what we're doing. And I mean, I did have a great week. Sebastian still made some nice plays on the week as well. He de- I, I don't know if you guys still use uh Robin hood, the app or not, but he's making the transition from the Robin hood over to the thinker swim train, which I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you want to learn a lot about stock trading and you really want to learn a lot about technical analysis and how to analyze the chart patterns, I would definitely look into Thinkorswim because it's a great platform with great capabilities. And it's honestly just a lot more. I mean, I like to go to Robinhood to look at the certain things. Like if I want to look at a line chart, or if I want to look at, the earnings just because the earnings are kind of a little more visually pleasing but everything else as far as executing trades i mean i executed a trade on this one stock back in i think january on robin hood and i put it in pre-market in 929 and it was pending all day until three o'clock p.m robin hood has no customer service all they've got is a freaking email so you have to email them to sit there waiting and praying that they're going to help you out, which they usually don't do until everything's hit the crapper. And for me, I mean, I, I sold, I tried to sell at least when the stock I was in was at $14 by three o'clock, it had dropped to nine. So I'd lost almost all my profit and, and just to see my account go from what it was to what it could have been. I mean, it was so unfortunate, all because of an error on a stupid platform. And, and that's the thing is, don't get me wrong, Robinhood's awesome. It's got, it, it's got nice visually pleasing parts to it. But at the same time, as far as execution goes, it's really unreliable just because of how much stuff can go wrong. And, and there's no really backup plan because there's no place to call and be like, yo, something's going on right now. I need you to help me out. Like they, they just won't do that for you. I mean, just they don't make you feel like you have a nice customer relationship with the the parent company, which you don't want that. So, and I would say I'm super happy that I did make the switch on Thinkorswim. I mean, I've been using Thinkorswim for a while, but I just had never deposited my 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 main funds on there. But now that I'm on there, you know, I'm feeling great, I'm feeling comfortable, and I'm feeling ready to rock and roll moving forward. Sir, we love to see that. Um, you know, I want to thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the break room. I want to thank you guys for coming back every single week and getting your top stock picks. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for checking into the break room. I want to catch, make sure you guys catch us on Wednesday for midweek recap and a bonus stock of the week. Um, thank you guys so much for checking in. Now go cock back in and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Adios amigos.